The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm Trevor Van Vieren, and joining me in the studio today is Andrew. Andrew, welcome. Thank you. I don't know why I go into like radio mode. <laughs> you know, as soon as the mics go on, I go into radio. Welcome to another edition. You just got it. You know? <laughs> so, Andrew, we are talking about what are you waiting for? Part three. Mm. This is part three. So, guys, uh, just before we went on, we pray, and you should pray all the time. Yeah. Um, there's different things to pray about. You know, we pray because we invite the Spirit of God into our podcast. We don't want to do these things in our own strength. Definitely not. And I was praying and I'm, you know, I'm sitting here in front of the microphone and I caught myself praying over the mic. <laughs> and we're not recording anything as as if God's going to listen to this MP3 prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. So now we're going to pray online. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Father, we thank you that you are always present. Thank you Amen. that you're already here. You know, that's what makes all the difference is the reality that you're already here. And you've always got something to say. And what you have to say, and I love that the Spirit of God is the teacher of the church. Mm. I love that. It just means that you are so eager to teach us, and there's so much that you want us to know. And like I said, Dad, in my earlier prayer to you, you are a wealth of information, mm -hmm. and we can only benefit from you. And I know that you love that, and um, you are here. So uh, thank you for thinking uh, through our minds and speaking through our vocal cords today. Father, I pray none of us, man. Mm -hmm. We have to have all of you. Mm. I wouldn't want it any other way. And I pray for the listeners as well. I pray that you give them eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart that genuinely understands. Yes, Lord. Because, Dad, I mean, I'm not telling you anything new, but I'm just I'm thinking out loud here in my own mind. Those two, Andrew, those two, if I can say... Uh, equations mm. when they come together, man, it's a powerful force. It is because Jesus said, He that has ears to hear, mm. let him hear, and he that hears, how much will be given to him? More, more. And people don't understand that we are inside people. Yeah. We are not outside people. If we were outside people, Jesus would have made a point of that. Mm. But yet people still want to live from the outside. Mm. And we're supposed to live from the inside out. And Jesus said the key is hearing, hearing, hearing. Someone says, you're going to have to give me another witness for that. No problem. So then, faith comes by what? Hearing. <laughs> 
So that settles it. And let's be honest, the, all the miracles that Jesus did, yeah. it wasn't in his own strength. No. It was definitely, definitely by God. Yeah. Definitely. And all the miracles that also took place, you'll find out at some point or other, every one of those people were hearing. Yes. Now, that wasn't in my notes, but it sure was in my spirit. Mm. I was about to pray again, and I realized I've already prayed twice. (laughs) Okay, but praying is fun. It's fun. It's awesome, man. You know that your dad's listening to you. So, Andrew, we're talking about what are you waiting for, and this is part three. How this came about was this almost like an irritation inside my spirit. Not a bad thing, but more of a to provoke you. Mm. What are you waiting for? Mm. You know, if it's already done, if it's already sorted, why are you sitting on the sidelines? Exactly. And that's what God, and that was my text uh, in the first episode when God spoke to the children of Israel. How long are you going to wait before you go and take the land? Mm. And actually, the King James was very forward and said, how long are you going to be slack? Mm. You know, And what came out of that whole message was we need to be doing more and more works on our side. Mm. Because like a lot of people will say, you know, I claim it. Yes, I claim it. And then uh, that's as far as it goes. Mm. And then nothing else comes from it. But you can see the actions don't change at all. The actions remain the same. Their words are a little bit different, but only for a short while. And then their words come right back in line with their current actions, which is unbelief. Mm. So you, uh, do you want to say something quickly? I do. Um, You know, we've been in a lot of circles over the years. Yeah. And uh, we visited like a lot of churches and came into contact with a lot of Christians and... uh, like faith, um, faith wasn't something that we saw a lot, mm. and uh, that's what I appreciate about this ministry. Like we we hammer on faith, yeah, you know. And uh, I just believe, you know, like when you tell um, an average believer to like use their faith, you know, they kind of roll their eyes. Yeah, it's like you know what I, I tried that; it doesn't work. Yeah, and yeah, you know that's, they that's sad. They put all the attention on God. And they want to make it out like they're perfect. Yeah. And they're waiting on God and he hasn't moved in their lives. Yeah. That's why they're doing things in their own strength. Andrew, we are living in a time where the church wants to point fingers to these oaks with their pronouns and so forth Mm. and their identity crisis. Yeah. And we want to laugh them to scorn and say, oh, the sin, the sin, the sin. Mm. And then we don't want to take any accountability for our perfect faith. Mm. Now, that's hypocritical, Mm. if I've ever seen it. I've never, ever heard a Christian say, I'm coming short in my faith because of, and I need to rectify that. Mm, That's true. I've never heard that. I've always heard it's, you know, it's up to God. Mm. He'll, He'll sort it out. Never... You know, there's something that I need to do on my side. Mm. And yet Jesus is the man that says to Peter, I have prayed that your faith fail not. Exactly. It seems that all the faith failures stopped at Peter. (laughs) And the perfect ones arose. (laughs) 
What do you think about that? It's very true, and yeah. uh, that's why I actually, when I listened to um, those uh, first two episodes yeah. of uh, What Are You Waiting For? It's it's so needed in the body of Christ. Yeah. You know, um, I, I just really love that example about the cake. If someone offers you cake, mm-hmm. you know, you got to you know, stretch out your hand. you got to take it. Yeah. You know, you can't just keep thanking them and do nothing about it. Yeah. And uh, like in, in the natural, you know, people act out on things all the time. But when it comes to the supernatural, they want to just point to God and say, why aren't you manifesting your goodness in my life? Exactly. So. And then if you look at it in the natural as well. The people that don't do anything in the natural, we call them lazy. Mm. There's no other word for it. Exactly. So you've got to be active. You have to. And you've got to keep your you've got to keep your actions that's relative to your faith. Mm. You've got to keep your actions going. Mm. I've um that's really been such an eye-opener to me if you're in faith for something. I don't hear people talking about this, and I don't know why. Well, you know, God was able to get through to me. Mm. I've heard some ministers say, you know, faith and works, faith and I've heard that, yes. I mean, I've heard that thousands of times. Mm. Don't get me wrong. But they hammer more on the faith and not so much they do uh, on the works. Exactly. And then they just say, you know, faith and works, as if works is not that important and you just need to do one little silly mm-hmm. thing and then just go about your business and it's just going to, but you need to speak it. Mm. You know, you need, you have to speak it. Mm. And you can just do one little work, I mean, if you want to. And I'm honest with you, like uh, the faith and works, I, I don't hear that a lot in South African churches. Yeah. I really don't. You know, there's a lot of uh, messages that's been preached. But uh, I noticed, like on the whole, I don't hear South Africans, uh, South African ministers, yeah. like preach about faith. Yeah. Um, forget about the works. Yeah. You know, and that's a big problem. Andrew, years ago, I found a well-known Christian television network station in South Africa, mm. and they handled the entire Africa. Well. Uh, the secretary answered and we got to talking a little bit, you know, and um, she told me she's she's believing God for her husband. I said to her, oh, yeah, well, what scripture are you standing on? That's, you know, I asked them that first. Mm. The, the reason I ask people those questions, I'm not trying to be funny. Mm. You know, um, people have tagged me for that by now. They said, whoa, if you don't, don't tell Trevor, you know, I'm <laughs> believing for this. And he's going to ask you what scripture you're standing on. Mm. Uh, the reason I do that is because the scripture, and you've always said this, and I love the way you said it, you'd say, you'd call it your anchoring scripture. Yes. Now, the, think of it like this. What is, why do you call it an anchoring scripture? Very simple. If you've got a, a, a boat, it doesn't care, actually doesn't matter what size and mm. weight of that boat. Man, if you're out in the deep sea... Mm. And you don't want to drift off, in, especially into strong currents that yes. can take you off course and you might not have enough fuel in the engines and so forth. What you do is you drop an anchor. Yes. Now, why do you drop an anchor? An anchor is something that can that really weighs a lot, mm. a good couple of ton in some cases. Mm. 
Um, I've actually seen anchors so so huge that chains are the size of cars. Sure. And that is to anchor that ship out exactly. there in that wide, uh, deep ocean, mm. you know, so it doesn't drift off. And that's why we use what we call an anchoring scripture. Because the minute you want to go out and step up in faith, number one, your unrenewed mind is going to kick up a fuss. Absolutely. And a lot of people are very quick to blame the devil. As I'm growing older in the spirit, I'm realizing he's, he, he's not so much as a hassle as what your unrenewed mind is. Mm. Because he's already been defeated. You can mm. put him under your feet very quickly. Yes. They make it out as if everything is just the devil. Yes. And your innocent flesh has got absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> but that's not that's not the case. No. It's your unrenewed mind and it's the devil. Mm. Uh, particularly if it's a very serious situation. Then the devil really, he hammers on the, man, he hammers on the fear right there. But in most cases, it's an unrenewed mind that you're really dealing with mm. that is just plain stubborn. Mm. That's all it is. So you call it an anchoring scripture. I ask people, what are you standing on? Because that there, that promise that you're looking at, that thing is supposed to stabilize you yes. in your toughest times. Mm. If you are out there at sea, lower your anchoring scripture into mm. the waters so that when the storms of doubt and unbelief and the storms of Satan coming up against you, telling you that God's just not coming through for you. It doesn't work for you. It's not in it's not in God's time. It's not his will. I mean, any kind of weird thing that you can muster up comes up against you. You've got that anchor keeping you firm in one place and you ain't going nowhere. And the thing is this, if they are going to keep their eyes, if they aren't going to keep their eyes on that anchoring scripture, they will drift. Oh, yeah. They will. And and what what is it that will get them drifting? It's the doubt. Yes. Because they're going to listen to it. Mm. I mean, when I, that woman said, she said to me, I'm, I'm believing God for us. And then, uh, I said, well, what, what scripture are you standing on? Huh? I'm like, woman. You know, I was like, Jesus, you a leader of Israel and you don't know these things? How can I tell you about it? <laughs> no, joke. You know, I was just thinking, you can't look at two things at once. You're oh. either looking at your circumstances or looking at God's promise. We are not chameleons. <laughs> How's that said? That's good. So, you know what the problem is? When people take their eyes off the scripture, they're looking at their circumstances yeah. And then they just drift. That's what happened yeah. with Peter when he yeah. climbed out the boat. He took his eyes off the word, which, yeah. which is Jesus, and he was looking at the storm, and he started to sink. Yeah, And that's a big problem. That. And that's, he found out he's not a chameleon. <laughs> Your eyes can't go in he two places. Immediately. <laughs> but there I asked her, you know, what's, what, is, what is your scripture that you're standing on? She said, huh? And then... The second thing I asked her was, um, are you wearing a ring? She said, wearing it? No, I'm not. 
no, I'm not beating up and, and that mm. type of thing and attacking her. But this is the condition of the church. Mm. And that's why the country is in the condition that it's in. Mm. Because all of this wickedness that's taking place is really under our feet. Yes, it's, it's actually not a problem at all. It becomes a problem when they become established. Mm. And the church is not taking her rightful place of authority and speaking against these things and taking authority against these things. Mm. Well, the church can't do that if they don't understand faith in the first place. Exactly. So that's the number one problem. And then she wasn't doing any works. No wonder she was still single. Mm. So what did you think about the works part? Well, you know what? Um, like I said earlier, um, in the natural, mm. people believe in works. Yeah. But when it comes to the supernatural, they they don't. Yeah. And uh, like, for example, uh, when you and Megan were planning for your wedding, like that is something that you two had to do. Yeah. You didn't uh, look at someone else and say, okay, you plan the wedding. We didn't have the money for it. Yeah. Let me just make that clear. We did not have the money for it. Because we, <laughs> we got some quotes and we were like, I, I mean, I just knew right off the bat. When they heard wedding, they mm. just saw ching, ching, ching. Mm. Everyone's going to make money that day mm. except you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And... I mean, some of the, the quotes that we got were just astronomical, just mm. foolish. One one company yeah, in PE wanted to charge us 75,000 rand hmm. for a venue and a couple of chairs and tables. Yeah. And um, I was like, yo, looks like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be single for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but... God said, walk on the water. I said, that's the one thing I don't want to do. <laughs> but, you know, like uh, every time I would come visit, mm -hmm. you and Megan were planning the wedding. Yeah. And I remember, you know, uh, one time we had this family braai and you guys had this, this big board outside. Yes. And you, you were working out the, the seating chart. Yes. And um, you guys were acting out that you guys were going to be getting married. That's it. You know, That's you didn't it. just fold your arms and say, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's all in God's time. Yeah. You know, it's something that you physically had to do. If every it's day. his will, mm. he'll take care of it for me. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, um, when people are preparing for, for a baby, yeah. you know, they, they want to expand their family. Yeah. There's things that, that they do. Yeah. You know, they, uh, they buy books on how to raise children. No. You know, they get the nursery ready. They go out shopping. They ask people questions. You know, they start preparing. And when it comes to faith, you've got to do the exact same thing. Yeah. There's the, the work side. Now, Andrew, what I love about works, because a lot of people have this problem, uh, especially with Abraham, the scripture says, and, you know, concerning faith, he calleth those things which be not as though they were. So God called Abraham mm. the father of many nations. That's yes. where the that's where your words come in. The father of many nations when he was had no child. Mm. But now he's a father of many nations. Mm. But there's no child. And a lot of Christians struggle just with that alone. Yes. But you got to realize something 
faith, if faith without works is dead being alone and you've got to do the works, you're doing the works for something that you don't have. Guess what? You're doing those works sort of like, if I can say, in the past tense. Mm. So you're doing exactly what God told Abraham to do and call himself the father mm. of many nations. He said, Abraham, you are the father of many nations. And, you know, I always ask people, you know, what's the scripture you're standing on? And you say, you know, what is your anchoring scripture? Mm. We can see in the book of Romans what Abraham's scripture was. Mm. It tells us, it says, so shall thy seed be. Mm. And that was his word. And he hung on to that word. And then here's the works that he had to do by night. God said to him, if you can count the stars in the sky, yes, then you'll be able to number the descendants mm. uh, um, of your family. And so that's works. Mm. So what do you think Abraham did? Mm. He sat there and he started counting them. And I guarantee you he started giving each star a name. <laughs> Probably. You know, yeah. and it's one of those hard names, you know. <laughs> I don't know. What? Something like that. And that's that's baby number one. Mm. Baby number you, you can't, there's no way. You know, someone says, no, there's no scripture for that. I know there's no scripture for that. But Abraham's also not a robot. He's a human being. Mm. And let me tell you something. You get to counting maybe the first two or three nights, and then you you, you start expanding and you start giving them names. Mm. And, and that's how it really goes on. Yeah. And then in the day, God said to him, if you can count uh, the sand. And I'm not going to even try. No. So that was his works. Mm. He did. And then apart from all of that, he's counting the, the sand grains in the day. He's counting the stars at night. And people are calling him the father of many nations. Well, guess what? He became so convinced of it because now it's going into past tense mm. and you can program your own mind. Yeah, sure, your mind's disobedient at first, but it doesn't stay disobedient forever. Exactly. It takes, it takes if I can say, it, it takes orders from you, mm. you know, and you can change the thing. And Andrew... God has already answered all of our prayers. People yes, are still waiting on God when God is still waiting on us. Mm. He's saying, when are you going to do this? What are you waiting for? Mm. You know? So, uh, you wanted to read Matthew, no? Uh, Mark chapter, Mark chapter 11, 11. Mark chapter 11. And uh, 24. And this is a scripture that we can keep going back to because yeah. it, it is filled with revelation. Um, this is from the King James. It says, this is Jesus speaking. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever he desire, when he pray, believe that he receive them, mm. and he shall have them. Something that stuck out to me is you've got to receive it first before you get it. Yes. So I'm just going to read that last part again. Uh, when he pray, believe that he receive them, and he shall have them. Yeah. You don't you don't get them first. No. You've got to receive it first by faith. Yeah. And then it's going to manifest. I, the, the Spirit of God gave this to me years ago when he gave me that scripture. I love that scripture. When you pray, believe that you receive it yes. and you'll have it. I like to say it like this. When you pray, 
believe that you've received it and keep it. Yes. Because if you don't keep it, you never had it. Then you haven't received it. Mm. And then you can't have something that you don't keep. Mm. And Andrew, that is something that I've I've learned is a major, major, major player in the walk of faith. Yes. You will find out so many of the times Christians are so stirred up and they want to walk by faith and all of that, and that's awesome. That's great. A little ways down the line, they don't have their prayers answered, and you can see that they're becoming weaker and weaker and weaker. And if you leave them alone, and you don't find out like, what's the root cause of this thing, you'll find out further down the road. They just give up and keep quiet and just don't bring it up anymore. Exactly. And then they chalk it up to, well, it, 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 I guess it wasn't God's will anyway. Mm. Now you find out that they started off with, you know, I pray and I believe I receive, mm. and then the next day they gave it back to him. Yes. Because that word, and I've said this countless times over the podcast, I've said the word receive in the Greek means to take. Mm. That's what it means. If you take it, that means you must still have it tomorrow. Mm. And I've always hammered on that. That's the keeping part of it. Mm. Now, here's the thing. We want God to keep his word, but yet we don't want to keep our own word. Exactly. And this is where God looks at us. He says, are you willing to keep your word as much as I keep my word. Mm. If you tell me that you took it from me, that means it's supposed to be in your possession. Mm. You can't go back on your word tomorrow. Do you, Andrew, do you know this was a huge thing under the old covenant? Mm. Even in heathen territories, they knew about that type of thing. I mean, you can see it for yourself. You read all over the, New, the, the Old Testament. If a king decreed a thing, he could not go back on his word. Mm. Look at um, Herod. Yes, I was thinking about him now. Herod did not want to chop off John's head mm. because he actually liked John. Mm. But the scripture says because he made an oath, he mm. swore an oath, he can't go back on it. And it actually made him sad. Mm. If you think about... Uh, that king and his queen, I think her name was Vashti or something. She didn't. Uh, she wasn't interested in what he had to say and so forth. He gave a decree, and he had to stick to the word that he gave, mm. and he couldn't go back on it. So, what I'm saying is, when we in faith and we say, Lord. I've taken it. We need to treat that as a vow. Mm. Stop giving this thing back to him. Stop giving your healing back to him and say, oh, I don't have it. Because we want, we're very quick to say, hey, he must stick to his word. Yes, yes. And he does. He's got no problem with that. He doesn't have an issue sticking to his word at all. But what about us? Mm. Imagine we stuck to our word the way he sticks to his word and say, Lord, I've taken it. Tomorrow he comes by, checks up on you. Have you got it? Yes, I do. Mm. Checks uh, Wednesday. Do you have it? Yes, I do. Checks Thursday. Do you have it? Yes, I do. Checks Friday. You have it? Yes, I do. 
you know, that's that's the keeping of it. Mm. That's when you keep it. You take it and you keep it. Irrespective of how your circumstances look. We don't care about the circumstances. It's got nothing to do with that. Mm. We're talking about spiritual things here. We're talking about you possessing it. Mm. Jesus said, if you get that way, you will have it. So I think we just need to like simplify the term works because um, I think to like a lot of people they might not understand it you yeah. know uh, because even even the term faith um, sometimes it, it seems like very uh, religious to some people yes, yes where yes. faith is just simply trusting God yeah so um, let's let's simplify mm-hmm. what works is mm-hmm. I like to just use the the word the Holy Ghost gave me activity mm. that's what it is keep be be active doing something yeah do something keep doing something in the natural that which you have confidence mm. that God is sorting out for you because that's what Jesus was saying yeah. believe that you receive it yeah and he shall have it that's it but you got to believe first you got to believe that you've got it before you get it Andy do you know that we've come to the end of our podcast oh wow okay I don't want to end this thing, man. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Feels like we're just getting started. Yeah. But anyway, I uh, hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. And go and listen to part one again mm. and listen to part two and then come back and listen to part three. I promise you the Holy Ghost is going to open up your eyes to some yes, of these things. I believe it. And you'll enjoy it. Hey, join our Telegram channel. Look for at TVVUUREN. Ministries, is that right, Andrew? Uh, it's TVV Ministries. Oh, TVV yeah. Ministries, thank you. You just helped me there. Look for TVV Ministries, and uh, our logo is the Daily Witness. That's how you know it's the right one. And join us, and you can do live streaming with us every Wednesday when we have our cell evenings, and you don't want to miss that. Guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Let us know about it, man. Yes. Comment on Telegram. Don't be so shy. I see people are so shy these days. <laughs> let us know and email us and let us know on Facebook and so forth and so on. Remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.